to Streaming with Two Dudes, a podcast about all things streaming. Each episode, we break down some of the best series, songs, movies, and shows. I'm one dude, Parker. I'm the other dude, Jeff. And dudes, this month, our theme is Two Dudes on Two Dudes. And this episode, we're talking about Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. First, Jeff, what else have you been streaming? Well, the only thing I managed to stream in between these last two recordings was this podcast called Streaming with Two Dudes. All right. And actually the, listened to the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> and right. actually listening to it made me think of something I didn't think to bring up, I guess, while we were talking about it. But when we were talking about kind of thinking back to the glory days and the, the Walkmans and CD changers and all that kind of stuff. I remember probably in, I don't know if it had been middle school or high school, or maybe both. So the area you grew up in was probably a little bit different than mine. So where I grew up in Eastern North Carolina, like college basketball was like really big. Whereas I'd imagine Tennessee, it was mostly probably about football. Uh, um, I mean, college basketball had its run probably in the mid 90s, mid to late 90s, I yeah. would say. Which I imagine there was probably more if basketball. I mean, it was probably what the women's basketball team yeah but i mean i'm sure it's probably like related to like michael jordan or something or just marketing or whatever but i mean i definitely owned north carolina like unc oh, okay. attire like i had a tar heel shirt i had a unc hat yeah that almost <laughs> almost makes me free you for last episode where we just we really didn't say eye to eye on a lot of stuff but <laughs> So anyway, that um, was back in my and one days as well. Like that was definitely oh, during, during that era. All right. Which is now like the, what the shack line at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I had, I had and one sneakers with a fitted baby blue car, Carolina blue Tar Heels hat for sure. Nice. Good stuff. I'd like to see pictures of that. <laughs> I'm sure there's um, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so like college basketball was was king. You know, during that time, we didn't even have, you know, the Panthers haven't started up yet. So we had no professional teams in North Carolina. So it was all about college sports. And of course, you know, most of the colleges in North Carolina, they were big in basketball and not so much football. So the ACC tournament, which is always, you know, in March, therefore March Madness, Friday was always the first round. So in the schools in my area, the teacher, I don't know if, this was before your time, but when teachers would roll in the big TV cart. Oh, yeah, we had those. Okay. They would roll in the TV cart because the first two games ACC tournament came on that Friday afternoon. So they'd roll okay, in the yeah, cart. Yeah, and... basketball is never that big in our school. Yeah. Our, so, yeah, our... I mean, you teachers pretty much knew you. they didn't have normal class that day. You sat and watched the basketball tournament. But you always had these idiots, teachers that didn't get the memo or they thought education was more important than ACC tournament. And they wouldn't do it. So I would go in, didn't matter if it was warm or not. I had my blue jean jacket back then, which of course has made a comeback in the last few years. It always had an inside pocket. So I'd stick my little Walkman in there and then I would run like the, I don't know, the earbud wire uh -huh. down, uh, you know, inside my coat, down the sleeve of my coat Classic. to where, where like the left earbud would just be like in the center of my hand. And then I would just lean up on my desk and put my 
my head up against my hand <laughs> and listen to the game through the radio. Classic. That was about as bad as I was in school. Though, so I don't have any really cool stories other than that. But anyway, it, it just it uh, when I went back and listened to our last podcast, it made me think of those days and having to sneak my Walkman into school just so I could listen to the ACC tournament on the years that I had an idiot teacher that didn't get along well. But you know, you weren't you weren't um sneaking sneaking doobies out in the halls or nothing like that out out in the out behind the school. I'm afraid that was not my story, not my journey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What about you? What has your twisted mind been dreaming? So I am, this isn't really recent, but I'm actually thinking about going back and watching it again. But just because, like you said, we're actually recording this episode pretty close to the last recording. So I haven't really had too much time to watch anything, but I will recommend uh, this show called The Boys on Amazon Prime. If you like anything about superheroes, it's a show about superheroes, but it's nothing like anything that they really have in the movie and like the theaters right now. It kind of pertains to like real world, real world situations, but it's really good writing. And uh, I don't know, I haven't, I have a blast watching it. There's three seasons out. I think they're on coming out with a fourth season relatively soon. So just waiting for that. Uh, that's what I've been streaming. Uh, it's, act, or, it's actually been on my list for quite some time. I've just haven't, have never gotten around to checking it out. I, I definitely recommend it. It's pretty good. It definitely makes it seem like what people would probably be really like if they had superpowers versus like what Marvel or DC even really kind of presents to us. It's a little bit more, I guess, <laughs> but in the same, in the same vein, it's also very silly in the same sense same sense so so did did you ever watch the show heroes actually i did not really yeah did not get around to that one that was one of those where i might have been a little bit later to the game on that one i'm trying to think that was the nbc show maybe absolutely love the first season and i know we've talked on another episodes how you know some shows man it's like they get off to a hot start on that first season and they either fizzle out or or they either managed to, you know, maintain that momentum like a Cobra Kai or something. But man, this one like tank bad after the first season. I don't know how many seasons it ran, but I don't even think I finished the second one. But the first one was really, really good. Hmm. Not sure. I was, oh. I was, I wasn't sure if you'd seen it to have any kind of comparison. I guess between no, that one and the boys. No, I hadn't. But I know that I know that that one's like based on more teens, isn't it? Like teen like superhero powers or is it i think it was a mixture there was a number of adults okay well i mean i guess i mean i don't know i know that there was a lot of people that did watch it but i just never got around to watching it i kind of always i think when it was coming out around that time i was just like not really into like the 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 dramas that were kind of coming on show i guess or tv at the time or maybe i don't know maybe i just didn't take it seriously (laughs) i don't know but for some reason i just didn't really get around to watching it but what I did get around to watching this week was Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, which is a 2004 film starring John Cho and Cal Penn as a nerdy accountant and his irrepressible friend. They get stoned watching television and find themselves utterly bewitched by a commercial for White Castle. Convinced there must be one nearby, the two set out on a late night odyssey that takes them all over the place and on a wild adventure. So do you have any relatable stories as far as the premise of this movie? <clears throat> I mean, definitely got really high and ate lots of food plenty of times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but 
As far as going on adventures like this, not really. Uh, I think like usually the most that would ever happen to us would it be like we would run into other friends at a gas station and the party would move somewhere else. But other than that, not really. No, I don't. I wish I did. I wish I did have crazy nights like this because, man. But <laughs> no, I can't say that I have. What about you? Well, I oh, mean, God, obviously. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. <laughs> No, it's probably nothing near what you think. Very, very mild in comparison. It just made me think of, gosh, I don't know how many years ago it was. I'm going to say, gosh, could have been maybe 15. And we were in, I believe, Virginia, but like right outside of D.C. visiting family. But like Steph's brother and his wife had a had a newborn. So we were there visiting and we were there probably a good solid week. So it wasn't one of those like vacations where... You know, we're out, you know, doing a bunch of stuff. It's mainly to visit family. But, you know, Will, my son, was probably, I don't know, 10 or 12 or something like that at the time. You know, so he wouldn't get bored out of his mind. It's almost like every night we went out in search of Taco Bell. And I kid you not, the, fun, the weirdest things. This is the happen. second week in a row we've had Taco Bell stories. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the weird thing is, I don't eat Taco Bell that much, but... but so it's like the first night, and this was probably before like everybody had GPS on their smartphones. So I may have been tra- using a traditional GPS, like a TomTom or something, and would pull up Taco Bell and we'd get there and it was some other restaurant. Like Taco Bell wasn't there anymore. So the second night we would go and it turns out the location it took us to, it was a Taco Bell inside a mall. So it had already closed. I mean, it was just, <laughs> or I mean, it's just we, every single night, I don't know how, how many consecutive nights we went to try a different location and struck out almost every night. That's like, that's like the one thing we talk about about that trip is <laughs> our failed attempts to just get a freaking taco from Taco Bell. Oh, man. But, we had fun, just the journey, I guess. We just kind of, you know, can look back and just laugh about it. Just the journey of trying to find a Taco Bell that was open and actually serving tacos. But, but yes, there was no no illegal activity or or drugs. Will was obviously a little too young for that, but... <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into it. The movie opens with two of Harold's co-workers dumping their work on him so they can party all weekend. Harold calls his friend slash roommate Kumar, who is in the middle of a med school interview. Kumar is not happy as he just got some great weed and doesn't want to smoke alone. So Harold, so Harold agrees to join him. On his way home, Harold loses his parking spot to some racist surfer bro types and sees his crush who he fantasizes about but never really talks to. Finally home, Harold and Kumar smoke and get the munchies. They're they're having trouble deciding on what to eat until they see a commercial for White Castle. They decide to make the trip to one that isn't too far. They make it there only to find out that it's now a burger shack, (laughs) like much like your story. But the drive-thru worker tells them that there's one only 45 minutes away. And with their hearts set on White Castle, they make a pact to eat them before the night is over. Starting to sober up, they detour to Princeton to buy some more weed. While Kumar looks for some, Harold hangs out with some with his friend and her group. The dudes are caught smoking by security and hide in a women's bathroom where they overhear a game of battle shits and go back on the run before escaping in the car. Kumar stops to pee and lets a raccoon in the car on accident. Back on the road, the raccoon makes himself known and causes them to almost hit their friends who are on their own quest. 
Fearing that he has rabies, Harold forces Kumar to go to the hospital where Kumar is mistaken for a doctor and actually performs a life-saving surgery. Finally, feeling like things are going right, they are on the road and Harold sees Maria, his crush, walking out of his favorite movie. Kumar tries to get her attention, but an embarrassed Harold pushes on the gas and causes Kumar to run off the road, popping a tire. A tow truck driver named Freak Show stops to help and takes the dudes back to his house to fix the tire. The two get really close with with Freak Show's wife, but take off in their repaired car once Freak Show tries to join the fun. Lost, they decide to pick, pick up a hitchhiker who is none other than Neil Patrick Harris, who steals their car when they go into the gas station. After taking one step on the road, a cop stops them for jaywalking and going after Kumar, Harold hits the cop and is arrested. Kumar steals some weed from evidence and due to some cops being extremely racist, Harold is allowed to slide out and they escape. After fleeing into the woods, the dudes hitch a ride on a cheetah after getting getting it high. <laughs> Harold... That was it. That's just funny. That's I didn't even laugh at the thing. That's just just reading that that sentence is just funny. Hearing it out loud just took it to a different level. (laughs) Harold is hit by a branch and is knocked off, causing him to have a dream about Maria. After waking up, they see Neil Patrick Harris in their car doing blows up. (laughs) After waking up. They see Neil Patrick Harris in their car doing blow off a girl's ass. <laughs> they see their friends from earlier and decide to keep going to White Castle. After running into the, the racist skater assholes again, they steal their truck and are on the road. They get caught up singing Wilson Phillips and a cop spots the car thinking it, that it's the racist assholes. The cop chases them. Harold, not wanting to go back to jail, drives through the forest and loses the cop for a moment and stop at the edge of a cliff. With the cops approaching, Approaching and the sun rising, the dudes take the hang glider from the truck and fly off the cliff. They soar around the skies. <laughs> they soar around the skies. This movie is just ridiculous. They soar, they soar around the skies before crashing into a tree and rolling down a hill and finally end up at White Castle. Neil Patrick Harris arrives and pays for the food as the guys have no money and gives them their car back. They finally eat. Having the night of their lives, Kumar decides he wants to be a doctor and Harold stands up to the guys from work and finally gets the nerve to talk to and kiss Maria. The end. <laughs> Joe, what did you think about this one, man? <laughs> I gotta know. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into that, I do have something. Alert, alert that I don't know if you know this, um, but there's this little thing called a Wilhelm scream. And it's not, this is, I'm going to play it for you right now. And that is a sound that was originally used in a film. Uh, It actually originates from a series of sound effects recorded from a movie in the 1950s called Distant Drums. And it's been reused in films ever since. It's kind of like an inside joke. It's not used in every film, but I actually found this out. I found out about the Wilhelm scream and I made it my ringtone for my text message or my notification for my text messages for a while. And so my phone would make that noise. So I would get like, I would get a text message and my phone would just go. And so I got to really notice that sound. And so now I can pick it up in the background of any movie. And I'm like, Oh, there it is. 
And so guess what? Now I'm gonna let everybody know if I hear another if I hear a Wilhelm scream in the movie, y'all are gonna know it. But this one did have it. And, and it was, what is the sound? The sound is called the Wilhelm scream. I don't know if it's gonna play over the I mean, it sounds like a pterodactyl. What what is the actual noise? It's just the guy screaming. Ah. It's the guy screaming, and it's just like ah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so I notice it every time it's in something, and it's in the scene in this one where he's riding the cheetah and he gets knocked off and he gets hit by the branch. You can hear it in the background. Uh, uh, that's the noise that he makes when he's getting hit. <laughs> but yeah, man, this movie's great. I love this movie. Um. I don't know if you know this, but this was actually what got Neil Patrick Harris back in like mainstream. This was before really? he did. Yeah, this was before he did How I Met Your Mother. This was kind of what gave him that persona. And okay. he actually, he actually, instead of, if you look in the credits, it says Neil Patrick Harris as Neil Patrick Harris because he didn't want to put himself because he wanted people to know that he was playing like not himself. Like this isn't how he really acts. So um, that was really interesting because, I mean, I don't know if you know this about Neil Patrick Harris, but he's like this family man and he's got like a kid with his partner and they dress up for Halloween every year. And they're like this, he's just like this totally opposite person of who he plays in this movie and from the character that he plays in How I Met Your Mother, just like two completely different people. It's great. That actually makes more sense, I should say it, because when I was watching, I was like, that, that seems kind of odd for Neil Patrick Harris to agree <laughs> to, to, to do this role. Uh, because, you you know, and and maybe I had forgotten what year the movie was made because he's obviously much more accomplished now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was thinking, man, that's, that's just kind of an odd role for him to take on. <laughs> yeah, whenever he whenever he was in this film, that's kind of, that was kind of the joke was it was just like, what is Doogie Hauser doing? And my, you know, like we just picked up Doogie Hauser. Like that was, that's why they references referenced him as, you know, Doogie Hauser because that's, that's how everybody knew him at the time. So um, yeah, this is pretty much kind of like how he got his push back into the mainstream, which is pretty, pretty awesome. And I don't know if you know this about Cal Penn, the guy that plays Kumar, he actually went on to work for Barack Obama. And he worked in Barack Obama's administration for quite, for I think, a while. I don't know if he worked the whole time, but he definitely worked there for a while. Because that's why they couldn't make uh, a fourth Harold and Kumar film was due to the fact that he was working for Obama. So it's pretty wild. Pretty wild indeed. So Jeff, um, what did you think about this one, man? Well, wow. What where, What do I even say? <laughs> um so this is definitely not my cup of tea. Um, <laughs> you know, everybody's different. Everybody, you know, has their different styles and things they like. And this one just just didn't do it for me. I mean, yeah, it had some funny, outrageous parts to it. Um, but honestly, it was like one of those where, like, I struggled to stay awake. I, I, was, I was having to go back and rewind because I dozed off and... I don't know. I guess I've never been much of the, I don't even know the proper way to describe it, but just like, just like outrageously, just immature, stupid comedy. I guess the best way to describe it is, I don't know. It's just, it's it's not been a type that's appealed to me much. Even ones that were, you know, very popular on the mainstream. Um, Like I said, it's just, 
not been my cup of tea and unfortunately this one didn't didn't change anything in that regards all right but, so out of sliders how many sliders would you give this one i'm probably and this will this will be my lowest score yet of our podcast um i want to say one and a half but i'll give it a two i'm just there was some funny parts in there so I'm going to have to give it two out of five sliders. All right. I, I guess I can't hate you. This, it breaks my heart a little, <laughs> a little bit. Um, I mean, this movie came out in 2004. I graduated in 2005 from high school. Need I say more? Yeah. Um, I mean, this, this one was definitely one that, you know, much like much like Boondock Saints, um, we watched probably even more. You know, this one was one that we would probably put on just in the background as we were talking and hanging out or playing board games or, you know, doing whatever it was we were doing. Um, In addition to drinking and smoking and everything else that college kids and high school kids are doing around that time. But, you know, so I definitely do have some personal attachment to it. Um, I've watched it. I watched it twice and and prep for this podcast. It's been a while since I've watched this one in particular, and I definitely laughed at a lot of the scenes um, that I didn't expect to. I kind of thought that it, you know, a lot of it wouldn't hold up, but surprisingly, it it actually held up quite well. And just about every way, um, you know, like there was, I can see how, you know, this probably doesn't appeal to someone like someone that like you're, you know, even though we have the same sense of humor, we, we also don't at the same time. Mine definitely is a little bit more broad than yours, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, um, I definitely struggled with some of the parts, just kind of, you know, getting, getting bored with it, you know, especially during the second watch, I was like, okay, you know, some of these sequences are just kind of over the top, especially with the dream sequences. Although, although I do have to say Kumar's dream sequence was really over the top until he got to the part where he was like doing the bills and, and he starts yelling at his wife and cussing at her and then spits the coffee out and then they start like uh, that part that part uh, that pulled me back in on that dream sequence but the other ones i was just kind of like you know like with his other one with maria i was just kind of like yeah i could have done without that but uh with that being said i'm gonna give it a 3.5 i'm not gonna go you know as high on the horses as you did with boondog saints and give it a four and start you know shouting it from the rooftops or anything but i'm gonna give it a 3.5 which gives us an average of 2.75 is it the same as boondog saints uh i do not remember i think it's the same as boondog saints i think it does i think i gave it a one i think it was because i think you went higher on boondog saints and i think i went lower on boondog saints i think i gave it a 1.5 so I think it does still average out to 2.75. So it's neck and neck this month, obviously. The two dudes are still split. 
<laughs> this month. <laughs> but you know, it's all good. It's all good. What uh before we get into I'm sure you got a crazy question for me. Before we get into that, what did you pick for us to watch? Well, before I tell you that, much like how you rated Boondock Saints, where you gave a full point to William Defoe, I guess out of my 2.5. No, you gave, just gave it a two. You just gave it a two. A two? Okay. So one and a half went to Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> <laughs> his appearance, and the other half star would go to, I believe her name is Malene Ackerman, which played Freak Show's wife. Oh, yeah. Um, is Was this before she kind of made it bigger? Because I, I recognized her, and I was like, I know I've seen her in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, this was definitely when she, um, I'm not sure what she had done before this. I know that the Heartbreak Kid was after this, and that okay. was what, that was more of like a starring role for her. That was where I saw like her be more predominant. But I think this was like the first thing that I saw her in because I was even kind of shocked whenever I rewatched it. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that that was her. I don't remember that being her. But yeah, when I saw her, I was like, I was like, what is her name? I said, I know I've seen her in a bunch of stuff. Um, so yeah, it must have been like before she kind of really started getting some of the major roles. Yeah. And um, uh, speaking of Freak Show, did you realize who played him? Uh, I'm going to say no. It is Christopher Milani. You might not realize that name, but he plays Detective Elliot Stabler on Law & Order SVU, if you ever watch that show. I'm sure I've seen episodes here and there. Uh, this is... No! Yeah. That's the same guy? Yep. Okay, I do, yeah. I, I know I... That this is a, an audio podcast, but I'm showing him a picture yeah. of, <laughs> of Christopher Milani right now. So wow, that <laughs> <laughs> he's a good actor then because that's totally not wow. That's... Yeah, and it's funny because um when they were when they went to to him with the part, they said, Hey, we wrote this part specifically for you. And when he when he was reading the script, the introduction says, and and out walks the ugliest man you've ever seen. And he just laughed and he said, All right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, but we're going to hook you up with one of the prettiest women you've seen <laughs> to play your wife. Oh, man. It was good. It was good. All right. So what what are you going to have me watch next month or next week? All right. So I decided this is going to be a little bit of a weird pick, probably. And I'm, I'm kind of hoping you haven't watched it because I haven't seen it either. But anybody that's listened know they should know by now that when we use or reference the word dude, we're not being specific to guys, males, men, however you want to categorize it. It, it could be women, men, various types of people. And since our first couple of weeks, we focused on, uh, see, the first one was a strong brother bond. They were twins. Uh, this last one was uh, two guy friends that were had a lot in common. So I, I decided to pick one that's going to focus on two females. But a little bit different of a type of friendship, more of the unexpected kind. So it's called, it's on Netflix. Name of the movie is Sierra Burgess is a Loser. All right. The 2018 film. I don't know a lot about it. I just saw a quick snippet of the trailer and I'm like, yep, that's going to be my pick. So it kind of gives right. us a, 
a, a couple of ladies to introduce as dudes, and um, I'm actually kind of excited to watch this one and see what we think about it. Well, I'm unfamiliar with it, so I am excited to explore something new. Let's get into it. Should be fun. All right. All right. Well, I think this is going to be one of our shorter episodes, but I mean, that is, you know, well, well I do have a busy finish- beavers. I do have a finishing question. Oh, you do have a finishing question. That's right. We still got to do this. We could, this could put, this could be less the rest of the night. <laughs> so the last one, wow. The last one almost like destroyed our friendship. And but I, we're on the right track with our therapist. Uh, I think we're going to power through it. But this week's topic may not be near as, as much of a hot topic. But we're hitting that time of year. It's getting a little chilly, getting a little cool. As far as wearing socks in the bed like when you go to bed at night is that a don't do cool if you want to what is what is your feelings on wearing socks to bed socks are the first thing i take off when i'm hot and the first thing i put on when i'm cold so i do wear them if i'm cold in the bed if i'm hot like during the summer i I don't really wear them during the summer i will wear them during the winter when it's when it's a little bit cold but i mean it's a little different for me than it is for you. I didn't really do that very much when I was living in Tennessee, but here it gets a little bit chillier. So I do wear them a little bit more at night, but that's, that's the recent, it's recent. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I don't know what it is, but I'm just very disturbed by the thought, not only of myself, but really just anybody wearing socks to bed. I, I'm not sure what it is because when I was, I think it can get pretty cold, man. Well, see, and and maybe that's my thing is I like being cold in the bed. I love crawling in the bed and literally like shivering the first few minutes. I, I guess. I mean, I agree with that. But when your feet just never warm up, that's that's an issue. Yeah. So maybe maybe we just don't get cold enough here in the south. But like, you know, my wife will will wear socks to bed if if she's cold and I don't know. like when I was younger I slept in socks all the time it's like I rarely took my socks off when I was younger but as I've gotten older I'm just like I, I was just like no I'm never going to wear socks to bed ever it just kind of I don't know it just gives me what's the new word the young people use the icks it, it's giving me the icks I just I don't, I don't think that's a new people word oh okay <laughs> <laughs> dang it Parker I was hoping to, to be a little hip and um, or woke, as they would say. Oh, that's not um, even it. That's not even it. That's <laughs> not it. Okay, okay. All right, we're gonna stop. We're gonna go to bed. You're up too late. You're up too late. <laughs> you're you're the editor, so so work your magic. <laughs> so anyway, uh, don't wear socks to bed, people. Come on, just you got blankets, you'll be fine. You don't need socks on in the bed. You should wear socks to sleep, Kyle. You're gonna catch a cold. <laughs> Shut up, Bevis. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we are going to get out of here. So catch us next week with Sierra Burgess is a loser. And we'll find out what that's all about. Thank you so much and have a good night. Peace out. Thank you so much for listening. Please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. That really does help these dudes out on the chart. If you have a thought or idea about what we're watching, please email us at streamingwithtwodudes at gmail.com or request to join the Streaming With Two Dudes Facebook group. Links to our Patreon and our socials are in the show notes. Thanks again. And remember, don't get your cheetah too high or he'll probably go the wrong way. Psst, you 
kicked ass this week.